Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of In the Pink Room podcast. We are your co-hosts, Jess and Laura. Hey, Hey, girl. Hey, girl. (laughs) (laughs) How are you doing tonight? I'm doing fabulous. How are you? I'm great. Here's why. I am so excited about today's episode. Tonight's going to be a fun one. Yeah, it's going to be a fun one. And here's why. So our last episode was Mm self-compassion. I felt like it was deep. We went deep. We went so deep. I mean, we kind of cried after. It was like, wow, I didn't know I was feeling all those emotions and all those things. And it's like a therapy session at the end of it. All the emotions come to the surface and you're just like, oh, that's a lot to process. Yeah. And and also we kind of processed there in the moment. Yeah. Too. Like a lot of that wasn't planned or prepped for. No, not at all. And then you realize like, wow, I'm sharing all of that on this platform. And so many people are going to hear that. And it's a little scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That being said, I don't regret it. Absolutely not. I think a lot of people were able to relate to us. A lot of people reached out and said like, hey, now I know I'm not alone. Thanks for being brave. Um, it's 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 very beneficial for me to hear that like I'm not the only one who has like those struggles with like my body image and so forth. Um, so I'm glad we did it. Yeah. And the feedback validates our why, why we're here and why we're doing this to reach so many people and and be, you know, kind of a voice for them. And so hearing that feedback just lets us know we're doing the right thing. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I love when when other women say like, I feel like I'm in the room with you guys. And I feel like you're in my head (laughs) and everything you're talking about. I can totally relate. And I'm just like, yeah, that's exactly why we're doing this. For sure. It feels really good. So for this episode, I wanted to, well, we wanted to change it up a bit and we wanted to have fun. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to talk about something I think that, Um, was not related to motherhood, right? Because we have a lot of listeners who are not moms yet, right? But are supporting us and everything. And they're kind of like, let's talk about dating. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm here for it. (laughs) Let's do it. (laughs) Let's do it. What's going on out there in the dating life? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like what is going on out there? Um, Okay. So what we did to prepare for this episode was we created a post, right? Like you created a story on Instagram and you said like, hey, we want to do a episode on relationships. Whatever questions you have, what are they? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so we got a lot. We got a lot of responses back. We got a lot of responses, a lot of questions. Yeah. But a lot of good content. There was definitely a trend, though. There mm -hmm, there was a trend. And there was a lot of women who said, what is what is that with ghosting? I get ghosted all the time. I don't know what to do. And like, help me. What do I do when I get ghosted? And I was kind of like, first of all, what's ghosting? (laughs) (laughs) Because, right, like ghosting was not really a thing in the early, like in the 90s or early 2000s, like before, you know, we both got married, Mm -hmm. right? You didn't really like ghost. And there wasn't social media. Social media Or dating apps. Or huge. Mm -hmm. So this is, you know, pre-social media and dating apps Mm -hmm. was when I was dating. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I think there might have there was Facebook, Facebook. but that was maybe like, maybe MySpace. Yeah, if I'm going to date myself. MySpace. <laughs> I totally forgot about MySpace. <laughs> oh yeah, I totally had a MySpace page. <laughs> I was like updating my profile like every day to like change my look. You know, you could pick a song to your profile. <laughs> oh yeah, girl, I remember that. I was updating that daily. Wow, I forgot about MySpace. That brought me back. <laughs> that brought me way back. <laughs> 
anyway, so yeah, like it's the dating culture now is very different than we when we when we were in like the dating field. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of scared of it. Terrified. <laughs> Terrified. Yeah. So a lot of women asked us, like, what do we do when we get ghosted? And here's what I think happens from what I'm getting from all the feedback from all the women and and even men that we've talked to is that the way you meet people nowadays is not like, you know, you're running into people at the farmer's market or the grocery store or like the library, any of that. Like everything is online. Jess, have you ever met anyone at a farmer's market? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) You see that shit in the movies, I know. (laughs) Okay, but that's true. But I did meet the father of my children at the gym. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, technically we met at college, but like we met again after college at the gym. Sure. So Mm -hmm. that's like normal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So it's different now. It's very different. Everyone meets on social media or like these apps, right? And so what I'm hearing and what I understand is that there are so many options now, right? And one of our listeners described it as um, being on a video game when you're like on a uh, a dating website and okay. uh, like Hinge or Tinder or whatever. And she's like, it's like playing a video game that like no one ever wins because like you match and then you talk for like two to three days and then you think things are going well. And then all of a sudden, like no communication, you're blocked, deleted, muted or whatever. And you're kind of like, I don't get it. Like, what did I do wrong? What do I do when that happens? Do I reach out again? So that's our first question that we are going to tackle today in this episode. Okay. Ghosting. Ghosting. Okay. So to start off, I prepared a poll and I really asked all my dude friends on my social media, which I have like, honestly, I have like 15. (laughs) (laughs) I have 15 dude friends. Okay. So that's our survey. That's our survey. (laughs) 15. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Maybe like 30 or 20. Who knows? But they're all like people basically that I went to college with or I grew up with. And they're Mm. all mostly married, by the way. Um, so I created this poll and I said, have you ever ghosted someone? 72% said yes. 13% said no. 15% answered, what's that? And I have to point out that the 15% who said, what's that? were all married men who haven't dated in a long time. We're obviously not a part of the dating culture. So they were like, what's that? Kind of like how you and I were. Makes sense. Right. So basically what that tells me that 72% of the men that are currently dating have ghosted, right? Um, And then we also created a second poll and we put it on the Pink Room podcast, which is primarily women. And we said, have you ever been ghosted? 67% said yes, 33% said no, and 0% said, what's that? So clearly women know what ghosted is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they know. (laughs) They know. So then I took it a step further and I'm just like, okay, now we know that it's a very prevalent thing. It's a very common thing. Okay, like why? Like why do people ghost, right? Because like you would think that if you're romantically linked with someone, if you spend any amount of time getting to know someone, whether it was like two weeks or two months, like why would you just ghost them? Why wouldn't you just like send them a text message or like a phone call and say like, hey, it's been nice, you know, spending time with you, getting to know you. This is not a a good fit for me. So I, I wish you well. Um, thank you for your time. <laughs> Goodbye and on to the next. Like, why wouldn't you just send that text message? You know what people are afraid of these days with Wait. social media and everything being online? They're afraid of confrontation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Confrontation doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it's just easier yeah. to not address it. Right. 
Yeah. And uh, I have to say that 38% of the participants who took the survey said that they just uh, ghost people to avoid confrontation, 38%. So you're right. Confrontation's just hard. And then the other uh, 31% said, just don't care enough to communicate it, which I was like, oof, that's oof, that's hard. Like, yeah, <laughs> you just don't care. Oof. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. I guess my follow-up question would be too, at what point in the communication or in the relationship are they ghosting? Is it, hey, we matched and we had maybe a phone call or two. We mm-hmm. exchanged text messages for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. I already know they're not going to be a good fit. So, okay, next. Or is it, no, we've been consistently communicating for a couple of months. We've been on a couple of dates and then all of a sudden nothing. Mm-hmm. Then I'd be like, okay. Yeah. I think there is a, a distinction between the two of maybe when the ghosting happens. Okay, so I've definitely thought about this. And like based on my research and talking to people all week, um, this is before the three-month mark. Okay. So this is like in that stage when people are starting to date, starting to communicate, have been on four or five dates, but it's before they commit. It's typically when the ghosting happens. And also um, ghosting means, so we can define it for Mm -hmm. those few listeners, like in case there are any dudes listening, (laughs) (laughs) just so you know, ghosting uh, means when someone who you are romantically linked with cuts off all communication and doesn't give you a reason why they just basically mute, block, delete, forget your contact information and you never hear from them again. Brutal. That's brutal. It's so brutal. Brutal for the ego. Yeah, totally. Right. Because Mm -hmm. like if someone were to just like if you're spending time with a dude and maybe you've been on like two dates and all of a sudden like you never hear from him again and you go and check like his social media, (laughs) like blocked and you're like, where did he go? (laughs) I'm so confused. And then you're probably like, well, maybe he went out of the country. (laughs) You're giving yourselves like yourself like reasons as to why he's not contacting you because it's like the last thing you want to do. And admit to yourself and say, like, he's not into me. He's just not that into you. He's just not that into you because that sucks. And that's, like, hard to accept. Rejection for anyone is very hard to process. Very uncomfortable. It's super uncomfortable. So, like, sometimes I guess we come up with – I say we as in just, like, representing people, right? Like, when someone's not into you, you're kind of like, maybe they're just afraid of commitment. But (laughs) – But I thought of that. And one of my survey questions was, do you ghost because you're afraid of commitment? And the response was like 0%. That is not the problem. Wow. Yeah. So like when someone ghosts you, it's because they genuinely don't feel compatible with you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so so here's – okay. So and then other. Like an other was another option. And so on the poll, I was like, if you answer other, be prepared for me to dig. And so I did. I saw that. Okay. And so when men said, like, I ghosted for other reasons, I was like, why? And (laughs) why would you ghost someone? And they gave me, like, totally, totally valid reasons. Like, one of the guys, he said that he went on a first date, and he was at dinner with this woman. And instead of being engaged with him or paying attention with him, she was, like, on her phone half the time. And she was, like, taking selfies, and she wasn't engaged, and she was scrolling through IG. And he was kind of like, this is really boring. Like, you're not interesting. So, like, when she went to contact him after the first date, he was like, uh, like, I'm not interested, right? And I'm like, that totally makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, and he was kind of like, I just didn't respond because it wasn't really worth it because when we were there at the date, like, she wasn't really paying any attention to me. Hmm. So it's not really worth my time. And I'm like, that's a freaking valid reason. Fuck that chick. 
<laughs> should I edit that out? No. I shouldn't say that. This is all about women empowerment. <laughs> I should never say that again. I'm sorry. But it makes sense, right? Because it's like if you're on a date and dude's on the phone the whole time, you're going to be like, hi, like, hello, here I am. Like, talk to me. Get off your damn phone. Yeah, it's rude. Yeah, it's sure. super rude. So I wouldn't want to go on a second date with someone who was sat on their phone across from me the whole time. Yeah, like, no. Mm-mm. No, not at all. So I was like, okay, valid. Yeah. Totally valid. Okay. So another reason another dude said is that he went on the first date with a woman. And before like the appetizer even arrived, she had told him like her whole life planned out. She was like, I want a husband. I want two kids. I want to move here. I want to travel here every summer. Like, this is what I want. And he was kind of like, I felt like she was just looking for someone to fill a position so she could get everything she wanted. And it wasn't like a genuine connection. So like after the day, I just cut off all ties and I never communicated with her again, even though she reached out. And I was like, damn, that's another valid reason to go somebody. Yeah, that's pretty valid. Yeah, right? It's like, it. What? I mean, at least wait till after dessert. I mean, damn, girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I think you have a point to that. <clears throat> when you show up and you say, I'm looking for X, Y, and Z, at that point, it almost sounds like a job interview. Right. And it's like, do you fit this check? Yes or no. Yeah. If no, like, I'm just, you know, I'm going to move on to the next person who can. And where he's like, just give me a, like a damn minute. Like, let yeah. us enjoy a meal together. Let me get to know you for, yeah. for a second. Like, I don't know what's going to happen in six months from now. I just want to have a nice time tonight. Yeah. And like, what's your favorite color? <laughs> What's your middle name? Do you like dogs? Like, I don't know, like normal shit, right? Instead of just like, and he was kind of like, it was just, she came on too strong and she was gorgeous and Mm. she seemed cool. But like the way she listed out her future, I was just kind of like that. I, that wasn't appealing to me. So I was like, man, super valid point to ghost someone. Mm-hmm. I would have ghosted her too. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Girl, bye. All right. So have you ever been ghosted. And I feel like ghosting has always been like a thing. It's always been around even when we were dating in like Mm -hmm. the 90s and 2000s, right? But now it has like this cool term. Okay. I just want to be clear on something. I was not dating in the 90s. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Because you're younger than me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was dating in the late 90s. (laughs) I was in high school. (laughs) Um, Yes, I have been ghosted. You have? Yes, I have. Okay. Do you care to share? I will share. Uh, so this was back in college. Okay. <laughs> and I will say hindsight is twenty twenty. And looking back on it, there were obviously things that I'm sh- sure I could have done different, you know. Um, but I went out with this guy mm-hmm. and... You know, we went out with friends. We went out in a group of friends. Um, but him and I were clearly on a date. Mm-hmm. And... I thought that we had a great connection Uh and it was very much reciprocated. And so he was kind of giving me the same feedback. And so we had a great time. We were like connecting and vibing. And I was like, I really am really into this guy. Like, I'm really feeling this. I was like telling my best friend, uh, I think, you know, I think this might go somewhere. And I was super excited. And wait, I have a question. How many kamikazes were you in? Because like (laughs) every college girl drinks a kamikaze. So how many had you had at that point? Girl, (laughs) we'll say two. Okay. We'll say two. Okay. But yeah, so 
it was like, yeah, I was like totally into him. And but again, also, too, he was reciprocating. OK. And so the night well, ended, I mean, you're super hot. <laughs> so like and cool and fun and interesting. Why wouldn't he? So the night ended and it ended, of course, with I'll call you tomorrow. Mm. This fool Uh-oh. did not call me tomorrow. He no. didn't call me at all <laughs> ever. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, what happened? <laughs> And I was like waiting, like, where is he? Maybe he's going to call. Maybe he did this. Oh, maybe he lost his phone. Maybe he lost my number. Yeah, because back then, like, it's the three-day mark, right? Like, you got to give dudes three days to reach out to you. That's the way it used to be. (laughs) (laughs) And then if that three-day passes, you're like, oh, they're not into me. And there wasn't social media. I couldn't log on to Instagram and check on what he was doing. And if he was updating his stories, nothing. There was just no trace of him. No trace. No trace of him. Did you call his phone, <laughs> his landline, and leave a message on his answer machine? <laughs> For all hey. you young people, that's how we used to do things. <laughs> hey, uh, I was the one we met at the bar last night. <laughs> call me back after the beep. <laughs> no, oh I'm pretty. Gosh. I'm pretty sure I didn't call a landline number. Dude, ghosting was so much easier, like in the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah. And then, you know, a couple of days go by or a week goes by and you kind of forget about it at that point. Yeah. But you're kind of sad for the first few days, right? Yeah. And it's also my personality. I'm just like a hopeless romantic. And, um, you know, and and so but obviously, like looking back on it, that was probably, you know, we weren't it wasn't going to go anywhere. (laughs) But that's like what you grow up thinking is going to happen. Is you're just going to like meet this guy and they're going to be like perfect. You're going to fall in love on the first sight and everything's going to be great. And like, yeah, that's the shit doesn't happen like that. It doesn't happen like that. (laughs) So, yeah, he ghosted me for sure. No way. Mm -hmm. He's crazy. (laughs) He's crazy, girl. Apparently ghosting happens a lot. And so one of the questions we got, right, was like, what do I do when someone ghosts me? Okay. So I think naturally people crave closure. It's like they need closure because they're like, okay, I need closure. I need to have this conversation about why it didn't work in order to move on. But I think with the current dating culture, which also seems like a very like hookup culture where people just like are looking for options because like their connections and options are like at their fingertips, whether you're like on a dating app, which I've never done. Um, or like social media or any of that. It's just like you can have like a whole list of like 1,500 followers, right? And so you can just go from one to the next to the next to the next. And so it's so easy to connect with people. And it's even just as easy to disconnect because all you do is mute, block, or delete. (laughs) It's instant. It's instant. Instantaneous. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so what do I do when someone ghosts me? And I think, like I was saying, people naturally want closure. But I think we need to uh, evolve with the times. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that at certain, at some point, you just need to be okay with not getting closure. And the only closure you need is like giving yourself permission to let that person go. I love that. Do you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, good. (laughs) And I'll add on to that. Sure. Trying not to take things so personally Mm -hmm. and 
they have their reasons. You can't control other people's behaviors. You can't control their actions. You can't control what they say or do. We only have control of our reactions. And I think our listeners by now have noticed a common thread throughout the last couple of our episodes and that a lot of this really starts with us Mm -hmm. and it starts with what's on the inside and it goes along with the healing journey and and breaking down those barriers that we put up when we were kids right and and believing what we were taught and sometimes believing untruths about us so to kind of go all the way full circle like you're saying you all, like forgive your let yourself forgive mm-hmm. to be able to move on and say i'm not going to worry about what this person is doing because I'm going to worry about what I'm doing and what I need to do to make sure that I'm taking care of myself. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But also. Oh, oh okay. She got off. <laughs> Bring your girl. But if Bring a guy it. is going to ghost you mm-hmm. for, let's say, no good reason at all, mm-hmm. fuck these dudes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If he wants to, like, go dead, like, respect the dead. Respect the dead. <laughs> and and move on. Exactly. And don't don't think for a second that they deserve a second of your attention mm-hmm. or or feeling bad about yourself. And it was funny because I uh looked online for this and for ghosting and I came across an article and it was like strategies to do after a guy ghosts you. Oh, what did it say? <laughs> and and I was really disappointed because I got through some of these steps and it was, you know, put your best self forward and post a selfie, Oh, (laughs) you know, make don't text them back or make them wish that they had never ghosted you. Mm. And I was like, I didn't like that. Yeah, that seems like a lot of effort. It seems like a lot of effort that you're putting into trying to get a reaction out of them. I want you to put your effort into like you growing as a person and learning from it. Yeah. Do you know what that term is called? Like based on my research, when you post a selfie with the purpose of getting one person's attention, like in this context, mm-hmm. it's called Gatsbying. What? Gatsbying. Yeah. It's like there's a term. It means that like you are, you may have like a thousand followers or I don't know, I have like 200 followers. <laughs> But it's like you're posting a picture to get one person's attention. It's called Gatsbying. Wow. I've never heard that term before. Yeah, I'm learning so much. With Not this, like, once in dating. my whole life. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like a, it's a thing. It's a social media thing. So yeah, because that sucks, right? Because if like you post a selfie to say like, look what you lost or look what you <laughs> posted and they A, don't respond or B, like see it, but like still don't respond, that just makes you feel worse. Yeah, you're just going to go down a rabbit hole and you're just going to feel worse about yourself. Yeah, and that's what sucks about like the whole ghosting thing. It's like, yeah, it's easier for you to avoid confrontation. But like, honestly, if there's any people listening to this who have like engaged in a pattern of ghosting others, just know like it really hurts. (laughs) It does. And what women do, because we're just like vulnerable, sweet, like loving, you know, human beings, Mm -hmm. we're like, what's wrong with me? What did I do wrong? And so what you should do in that situation, it takes 2.5 seconds to like text somebody and just be like, hey, it was nice to meet you. This is not like my vibe. Like, this is not what I want at this time. I wish you the best. And that way, it's like people at least don't have to wonder, right? 
They're just like, okay, it's over for good. It's done. Like closure, done. Moving forward. A hundred percent agree. Yeah. So don't don't ghost people anymore. It's no, fine. just be nice. I know. Just be nice. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> and another thing I will say, like, so some strategies are like, okay, don't text back. Like, don't reach out. Don't text them. Don't call them. Like, what I would recommend doing in that situation is just like literally go to your contacts and delete them and go into your Instagram or whichever like platform you're on and just like unfollow them. All six of your platforms. See, get on there. Yeah. Delete, delete, delete. delete. Mute, block, restrict, whatever you got to do. But like, just let it go. If they want to, if they want to like leave you without any explanation, just like let that go and don't feel bad about it. Like let what flows, flows. Right? Let what flows, flows. I like that. Yeah. And so another thing like... It's a lot easier said than done. Absolutely. Right? Because mm-hmm. like rejection rejection sucks. And if like you're invested and you're like, I like this guy. Yeah. And then they suddenly ghost you. It's like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. Right? Like I can only imagine. Yeah. So like what I would do, someone once told me that when you are having a hard time, whether it's like during dating or during a divorce or any type of heartbreak, It's like lean into your faith and just know that God would never send you something that causes confusion or is not good for your nervous system or it makes you angry or sad, right? So that in itself, like if you lean into that, you know that some disconnections are blessings. And at the end of the day, God's got it. If someone's ghosting you, it's because they're they're just not meant for you. And you're not met for them. And there's something better that will come. There's something better that will come. And I'll add to that because I did hear a piece of advice recently that just made me think of it. And it said, if something comes into your life and it's dulling your light Mm -hmm. to respond with love, Mm. respond back with love. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, to kind of add to that, the things that come into our life it's going to be a blessing and we might not be able to see that it's a blessing right now in this moment because we are in it. And when you're in it, it's hard. Mm-hmm. But the second you're able to step away and, and get moved past it and gain some clarity and perspective, then you will see that it is a blessing. So you might not be able to see it right now in the moment. So just give yourself time. Mm-hmm. Let yourself get some distance. Step one. Yeah. Step one. <laughs> step one. A three, the three-day rule. Right. Yeah. Give yourself three days. Yeah. With no contact. Mm-hmm. And by the end of day three, you're going to have a little bit more clarity and a little a little bigger perspective. And you're going to realize, OK, yeah, this isn't right for me because there's something else better out there. All right. Another question that we received this week was, how do you end something if you aren't feeling it? And this comes from someone who she does like the dating apps, right? And so sometimes she dates like multiple people at the t- at a time, meaning like getting to know them, communicating with multiple people at the multiple people at a time. <laughs> Apparently, that's like a thing. That, that sounds like, exhausting. It does. I don't know how anyone <laughs> has time for that. Exhausting. Yeah. How do you like? How do you remember? Like, who you- are you again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which one are you? <laughs> yeah. Did we match? Like, I I don't know. Are um, you the one with the dog? <laughs> Okay, I like you. <laughs> but she's like, she's like, it's so much easier to go. So like, if I don't want to go, it's like, how do you end something? And maybe also just thinking about 
what you would want in that situation mm-hmm. because you don't want to waste anybody's time either. Mm-hmm. Just like you wouldn't want somebody to waste your time. Right. So, you know, just letting them know, like, like we've kind of said a couple of times now, mm-hmm. Hey, it's just not working, but I, but I, you know, I had a great time getting to know you and connecting. It's nothing. It's, you know, it's not, it's not you. It's the things that I'm looking for and connecting with. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like I wish you well. Yeah. And that's it. And also that same person said, and what if like you are dating multiple people? Like, should you communicate that to like the person that you're getting to know? We're getting into some deep waters here. Oh, girl. I never had to deal with that. (laughs) Cause she was like, you know, even if I go on like one date, but I'm talking to like, and getting to know other people, I internally struggle with that. Um, and the 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 person who asked this question said she internally struggles yeah, with that. Okay, because she's like an amazing girl and mm-hmm. she's loyal and sweet and great, but she's like truly just like trying to find someone who's compatible. And so she's just like, yeah, like I'll talk to like three guys at once. Um, and she's like, it's uncomfortable, right? But I was kind of like, I'm pretty sure guys do that though. So like, <laughs> and they probably don't communicate it. No, they probably don't communicate it. I So I guess the question is, at what point would you communicate it? Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess my best advice to both guys and girls is to just be as open and communicative as possible. Yeah. And, you know, if you're going on a couple of dates with somebody, it's like, hey, I just, you know, are you seeing other people? I'm talking to other people just want to put that out on the table. <laughs> yeah. And just like, just have an adult conversation. And just have an it. adult conversation about it. Yeah. And I also think it's important not to like, you don't necessarily have to like draw boundaries with that person. You have to draw your own boundaries, right? It's it's about you and it's about like what you feel okay doing, mm-hmm. right? So like you don't need other someone else's permission to draw boundaries, especially if you're like in the early dating stages and you're just getting to know them. Yeah, I don't think you necessarily have to say that on date one. Right. Maybe not even date two. Yeah, maybe push push it back to date six. (laughs) What date is this? Six? Okay, here's my list. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then it kind of goes into another question. Another question was, how do I get past the talking stage with a guy and get them to commit? And I was like, oh, man, that one's rough. Right. Because it doesn't seem like people like labels, which I don't understand. I love labels. (laughs) (laughs) I don't get what the deal is with labels. Like, why is it such a problem? It's just like, we're two adults. Like, we're either doing this or we're not. You're going to call me your girlfriend or you're not. Just like, let me know. It's really not that complicated. I don't know why you're so scared of labels. (laughs) I I I might be old school, though. Yeah. I I think it's a little bit of a different time. Yeah. I guess this one, this one is a little tricky because... My, my follow-up question would be, well, how long has it been? Okay. So let's say it's been about three months, right? And so let's just mm-hmm. let's just throw that yeah. out there because it feels like at the three-month mark is – it seems to me, and this is back from like when I was dating, right? Mm-hmm. You're kind of like, are we doing this or not? Are we exclusive or not? And so the problem is if you have to like bring it up to another person and say like, what are we doing? Do you want to commit – if you're willing to bring that up, you have to be willing to walk away because what if they say like, no, I'm not ready to commit. 
And then what are you supposed to say? Like, oh, okay, I'll just keep waiting. <laughs> yeah. I, I Here th- when you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> Call me. Yeah. Fuck that. I think, I think also too, maybe that question in itself, are you ready to commit might come off as a little intimidating. So if you were ready to have this conversation, we'll say at the three month mark, mm-hmm. that might just be a good time to just kind of do a check in. Hey, we've been seeing each other for three months now. Mm-hmm. I love the way things are going. I love spending time with you. Um, you know, are you seeing other people? Like if you haven't already f- answered that question, mm-hmm. that might be a good time to figure that out. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, you know, how are you feeling? Like, where do you stand? Are we on the same page? Might even be a good question. Kind of make it open-ended too. Mm-hmm. So whoever you're, the other individual has a chance to kind of respond because you want to be on the same page with someone too and make sure that you're both a good fit for each other. Right. And like you said, he might say, yeah, you know, I'm just having fun right now. I'm not looking for anything serious. And then you almost have your answer. Oh, you do have your answer. You, like at that point, you have your answer. If you're with someone and you want them to commit and they're not ready, you kind of have your answer at that point. You do. And here's something else I've learned about people during my time is like if a man or a woman wants you, like they're going to let you know. They're going to be very intentional. There's not going to be any confusion. Like if you're what they're what they want, they're going to let you know. So if you find yourself three months in after like dating someone and whatnot, And you're like wondering, right? Like, where are we? Chances are, like, if they haven't let you know already, like, they're probably not wanting to commit. And you have to decide, like, where you are in your life. Like, are you in a space where you're just like, okay, like, I'm just having fun. This is fine. This is all good. I just want someone to talk to you and spend time with here and there. Or if you're in a space where you're just like, no, I really want to find someone. I want to find a partner that I could spend more time with and build a life with, all that kind of stuff. You have to decide what's best for you and if you need to walk away. Because if you're going to stay there and he doesn't want that, you're just like wasting your time. You're making yourself unavailable. Yeah. So the answer to that is like, you shouldn't have to ask him to commit. Mm. If you have to ask him, you should probably just let it go. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. If if you have to ask that question, I think deep down you already know the answer. Yeah. And if you ask it, and he's like, "I'm not ready," just, you have to be able to walk away. Mm-hmm. If a guy wants to talk to you, he's going to talk to you. Oh yeah. He's going to find a way. Oh yeah. And like, I don't know about you, but like for me, it's like I would want someone who's like, "Girl, you're all I want." <laughs> <laughs> like you're not going to have to wonder. No, you're, you're not going to have to wonder. ask that question. Yeah, because I'm already going to show that to you. You're. It's not even going to be a doubt in your mind. Yeah, and I, it's like if I have to compete for your attention, then like fuck your attention, right? Hmm. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> all right. I I'm hope scared. that our <laughs> listeners get from this. Just kind of, you know, hopefully they'll take something from it. Obviously, our perspectives might be a little outdated. (laughs) Totally outdated. Um, But with good intentions Mm -hmm. and, you know, good intentions. And we want you guys to feel heard. Mm -hmm. And everybody is dealing with these issues and you're not alone. And that's kind of what this is about. And it's a safe space to talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's pretty tough. All right, y'all. Well, we will see you next episode. We hope you had fun.